I will also say they're a great test audience. Uh, you know, I screen every episode of the show for them and they will be brutally honest whether something is working or, you know, if it's not working, they'll tell you, you know, and luckily they've been a big fan of, of Haley's on it. Welcome to The Art of Fatherhood, a podcast that takes you on the journey of fatherhood. Now here's your host, Art Eddy. What's going on, everybody? Art Eddie here for another edition of the Art of Fatherhood podcast. I'm very happy to have Devin Bungie and Nick Stanton, where we talk about their great new series that they're the executive uh, producers and directors for. It's Haley's On. It's a really cool new animated series. All families are going to dig it, but we're going to talk a little bit about fatherhood first. But thanks for taking the time to chat with me, guys. How you doing, Devin? Doing great. Thanks for having us, Art. No doubt. How you doing, Nick? Doing great. Glad, glad to be here. Yeah, very cool to have you guys on. Let's first talk a little bit about fatherhood. Devin, you can go first with this one, and then Nick, you can follow up. When you found out you were going to be a dad, what was going through your mind? <laughs> a little bit of excitement, a little bit of panic, uh, I think the standard. Um, uh, yeah, it, it was it was it was a thrill. It was it was something we were trying for, and something that we were uh, had always kind of dreamed of. And um, yeah, it's been it's honestly was a blast. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of excitement. And then, you know, you realize very quickly how, how hard it is, especially in the newborn stage, you know, um, and I, you know, we had our, uh, two boys really back to back, they were 16 months apart. So, um, you know, I got thrown into the deep end pretty quickly, but, uh, it's been a great experience and, you know, being a dad's been the greatest experience of my life. Love it. Uh, and, and Devin, I think everybody, feel, actually for both of you guys, I feel your answers on that, but like you're happy, you're nervous. You got all the different emotions in the rainbow that you're going through. I love it. Nick, talk a little bit about the values you're looking to instill into your kids as they're growing up. Yeah. You know, I just, I want them to really find their own path. I mean, I'm, I'm there to set an example, I think, you know, and as best I can and, you know, hard work and, uh, you know, just, I think just being, being kind to people, but, um, if I had to pick one, it's, uh, you know, I think just like a work ethic and sticking, sticking to things and not giving up. Um, you know, I think it's, it's really in everyone's nature when something gets hard to, uh, I want to want to quit and stuff like that. And that's when I, you know, try and give them a little nudge to say, you know, if you just get through this, uh, you know, things will, things will be better. So, um, yeah, I guess I would say that. Nice. What about you, Devin? Uh, sort of just encouraging them to explore all sorts of different things. Um, you know, both my kids, we sort of have a rule. They need to be doing kind of two different extracurricular things and they can choose what that is, whether it's piano or baseball or, or, um, gymnastics or dance or, and, and at first, you know, there's a little resistance. They want to do, you know, it's easier to just be at home and play or something. But, um, now that it's sort of just like a set rule, they, they, they sort of have fun choosing what it is they want. Now, now we're having the problem where my daughter is uh, wants to do four things, and it's like, no, she has to pick two. We don't have time for that. So, um, <laughs> but you know, just sort of exposing them to stuff so they can find what it is they have a passion for. And and my son already has. He's a he's a almost full time baseball player, even though he's ten years old, and it takes up the majority of every week. <laughs> gotcha, Devin. I, I feel you on that because my wife and I said, especially during like after the pandemic, we're like, go and do stuff. You know, do as much as you can. Now I just feel like a dad Uber, which is fine. But you're just <laughs> like, 
wait, we got what now? We got what fundraiser to do for this club and that club? But like, all right, cool. But no, you, you want to have that. And also good, you know, you don't want to do too, too much, but you just want, like I said, be sitting at home and being like, I'm bored and like, okay, let's think of things to do. So yeah. And also too, whether it's a team sport or something, I feel like when kids are kind of not pushed together, but put into these groups, they learn about, you know, life skills, like getting together, like getting along with people, introducing yourselves and all that. So I think that's great. You guys, of course, are in the entertainment business. You guys uh, create shows and you got to create these characters. And of course, you need to know that every everyone's got their own personality, right? And so you guys probably feed off what you've learned from your own experience and also too from just the interactions you've had with people. So for this one, like talk a little bit about the, the you know, some lessons or things you have learned from your kids that maybe you didn't know was there but once you became a dad they kind of brought that in you Devin you can go first then Nick you can follow up patience um I, you know I found that my my kids sort of got used to things at a different pace than I did I, my one of my kids is a little slower to kind of become comfortable in situations and stuff so I had to be a little more patient with him my other kid is the opposite of even me and that that she is 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 never afraid to just jump into anything and will do crazier things than than even I'm comfortable with as a grown-up um but I don't know just sort of I think maybe Nick touched on this but sort of just knowing that each each kid is different and 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 they'll kind of let them learn at their own pace and kind of build off their personalities just as they as they were born nice what about you sir uh yeah I'd, I'd almost say the same thing you know uh, I have two boys they're six and seven and uh, they're totally different personalities. And um, I guess what I'd taken from them it, into like Haley's on it, for example, like my oldest is like Haley, you know, he has, you know, moments of anxiety and has trouble stepping out of his own shell. Whereas like my youngest one uh, is like Scott, right? He's, you know, just totally up for anything, the life of the party. And they just kind of, I don't know, they were born that way, I guess. And that's sort of their, their pretty big person personalities so um and uh so i brought a lot of that into into this project in particular and you know i i will also say they're a great test audience uh you know i screen every episode of the show for them and they will be brutally honest whether something is working or you know if it's not working they'll tell you you know and luckily they've been a big fan of of Haley's on it and have liked pretty much every episode that i've shown them some they don't want to watch but some they want to watch you know, 50 times. So gotcha. uh, great. Nice. Yeah. There's a question when we start talking about, we got one more question about father, then we'll go into Haley's on it and, you know, just target audience and just certain other things I'll get into in a second. But for, you know, you guys, dad hacker piece of advice for new dads, listen to this, what would you offer? Nick can go first. Oh man. I would say for new dads, like, like with or new- actually, you know what? Any dad, any, like any piece of advice it doesn't have to be just for a new dad can be for any dad, because as you know, this parenting game, we're always learning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would say a team sport, I think is, is like important to the, to them. Like, even though like, you know, one of my kids isn't even that athletic. I think I always thought that that was important and that there's a social aspect and, you know, they, uh, you know, just being part of a team, I think has been, has been really important to them. So I'll say that. that that'll, that'll... And I'll say for new dads, get your affairs in order. Uh, the, everything that you were used to doing in a, in a day will get compressed into about 20 minutes of nap time. So 
every friend you've ever wanted to meet, every call you wanted to make, every laundry you wanted to do, you got to compress that, uh, you know. It's, it's amazing how I think back to before I had a kid and, and how I was busy then. And now literally I have everything I was busy with, either I just don't do or I have to do within a, a small 30 minute window. <laughs> Spot on. Great, great piece of advice. And I hope any dad, whether new or any parent, just, you know, takes that what you guys said, because you guys are 100% spot on. Congrats on your series. Haley's on it. Like I said, I was able to watch a few of the episodes and I, I dug it. And I love, you know, the animation. I love the the, the nods to sci-fi and, and certain things. Again, like, you know, kids don't have to be, you know, involved or love sci-fi to get the the awesomeness of the show. But for me, for you guys, I can kind of tell like, are right, you going to maybe put a little bit of, you know, this movie or this story or this novel in there as well. But it has its own, you know, uh, appeal to it and its own vibe to it. Devin, you can kind of go first. Talk a little about like, what was the inspiration to start to show up? How long have you guys been talking about this? Because the more and more I talk to people who produce shows, it's like, Sometimes it could be like, oh, it like a quick turnaround. We had the idea like a year ago and then boom. For animation, it takes a little different because there's a lot of things that go into it. But it was this a long time coming or was this like maybe a few years like you guys thought of it and then like, boom, it started, you know, came to fruition. Yeah, I mean, the actual idea and story came pretty quick. Um, you know, we, we were sort of working on developing a new show for Disney. We were on a development deal over here. And and we we were realizing we really liked gravitated to shows where there's ordinary characters who are thrown into like extraordinary circumstances. And, you know, we think back to when we were kids, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, shows like that, and Futurama and stuff where, you know, it's just sort of regular people that just have to deal with this banana stuff. So the show itself, we sort of, we sort of came up with it. We, we, we first kind of came up with a scene that ended up, a version of it ended up into the, uh, the first episode, but the idea that you know there's this ordinary kid and a crazed professor from the future suddenly shows up with two minutes to tell her all the most important things that she needs to know about the future of the world, but the side but the conversation keeps getting sidetracked about well who do I take to prom and and what who, who is it that took my candy in the th you know like wanting all the little answers that you know a fourteen year old would ask um, so like the two minutes is up before she even gets the winning lottery numbers you know so uh, we we thought that was a really funny like kind of just thrust for a, a pilot and then you know we sort of expanded on that we thought okay well who, who would this character be and it kind of came up with Haley and then you know what would be this her the the, the thing that she had to know and that's that she has you know great things in the future but you know she's got to cover this list of stuff and 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 then the character of beta kind of came up when we were figuring out well how is she gonna how are we gonna keep kind of know what list items to do and how do you are we gonna show the list all the, like well what if we had a digital version of that that's sort of a helper guy that can kind of help her along the way and also just be a fun animation unique character that uh is there for the ride so uh, you know we kind of broke it pretty quickly and when we pitched the idea to disney they were they were on board really fast and and the process of animation is definitely slow it took a it's taken several years to, to execute on it all but um it, we've had a lot of support and it's been a really fun process as far as actually figuring out what the show is uh even from the start I love that. And, and I'm, I'm so glad you highlighted like in the first episode where in like the two minutes, like, well, what about this? What about this? That like, I was like, that's such a parent kid moment where you're like, okay, we're going to be doing this. All right, cool. Let me ask you five questions that has nothing to do with what you just said. <laughs> exactly. Let me that's worry true. about X, Y, Z. Because I always tell my kids like, you know what? Sometimes you have the stereotype for parents like, oh, don't worry about that. 
that's you know it's not really important but at that age they're uh, in their world right now everything that you know Haley was asking was so important to her so i love it um for for you nick you guys have you know worked on so many shows and from different you know different roles now you guys are the executive directors how different like what was what were you, I, I know you guys are like okay we're gonna have more hats to wear we're gonna have more things to do but what was the perception of like, all right, we're going to tackle the show. We're going to be the executive, you know, producers and directors, but like, what was like maybe a positive thing that we like, Oh, I didn't know this was going to happen. And what was something like, we got to worry about this uh, again. I'm not saying you guys go into this cold Turkey or like going this into, into the dark. Cause obviously you guys are veterans in this game, but what was like a positive? You're like, Oh, this is so cool. And the other thing is like, I can't believe we have to do this <laughs> when you're directing a show. Cause now you guys are running the things, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I there's positives and negatives. I mean, you know, I would say like early in our careers when we were just writers, it was, you know, we'd hand off the script and some talented people would, you know, kind of do their thing with it. And there was something nice about that, and and you know, j just that you could focus on the next script. Um, and I will say, you know, sort of our philosophy is it, it always starts with a good story, and that's whether you're a staff writer or if you're, you know, the executive producer of a show, you're trying to do the same thing and is tell a good story. Um, you know, you're right though; you do have to wear a lot of different hats when you're, um, you know, the executive producer of a sh of a show. You know, you have to, um, you know, be in the editing room and kind of learn a whole new um, language uh, with that, and then. Um, you know, work with the artists and we're and do the voice casting and you know stuff that we're not necessarily you know trained in. You know, we we come from a writing background. You know, it definitely helps to have a partner because you know you could split up duties and responsibilities, and so that's been that's been good. We just kind of figure it out. There's there's always a new thing. You know, now we're doing you know interviews and and things like that, and you know it's not the first thing that comes naturally to us, but uh, I guess you know we figure it out. You're doing a great job on the interview part. And and obviously the show is part as well. This is something I've, obviously I want both of you guys to answer. De Devin, you can kind of go first. You mentioned the target audience, right? And I love the fact that you guys almost have not a cheat code, but it's like, all right, not only can you get their, their, their take right away, but also too, you can see kids or around their ages, like something that they might be into. Like I was saying earlier, like what's important to them as to what's maybe important to parents or teachers or whatever. Right. So you have the target audience besides them giving their feedback. Was there any inspiration from your kids that you kind of built into the show? I know you said some of the mannerisms and the personalities are like that, but is there maybe something that they like would do not like a nervous tick, but something that, that like that, comes out of their personality that maybe you kind of wove into the show. Yeah, it's a great, I mean, honestly, there's just so much like everything, you know, just expressions and, and, and reactions and all that. It's so ingrained. I'm trying to think of a, 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 a perfect example. Um, I mean, I think Nick made a good point. You know, we both actually have our older kids tend to be the more cautious ones. So they're definitely more the Haley's and our younger kids are both pretty fearless and and happy go lucky, which is sort of the Scott dynamic. And it's sort of, I guess it's that it's that relationship that's so interesting because they really do kind of help each other out and they kind of beat off each other in a good way. You know, like one one has a security blanket and one has someone to tell them when that's a terrible idea, <laughs> <laughs> which we think is kind of the perfect encapsulation of like why Haley and Scott are so close, you know? Yeah. Um, 
So I think just from a, a, a relationship standpoint, that's probably the biggest one. Cool. What about you, Nick? Yeah, you know, I, I borrow a lot uh, from, you know, my kids. And and that's usually the first thing I we would start the writer's room off, you know, telling some story of some, you know, crazy, dumb thing my kids did <laughs> and that inspired <laughs> the story. So, uh, but yeah, I think, I think just the, the, the personalities like, like, like Devin said, you know, you know, our, my oldest being the cautious one and my, my youngest being the one who jumps first was very much like the Haley Scott dynamic. Nice. One more question before we finish off with the father quick five. And again, I appreciate you guys being generous with your time. You know, when my kids were of the age of like definitely watching these shows and we'll watch, you know, stuff on Disney Plus and we even now more like maybe around the dinner table, we'll talk about a movie or a series that we watched together and what our takes were. Right. And you guys kind of mentioned Haley kind of being a little skittish and being a little cautious, but she was kind of pushed into like, hey, you need you need to do this. You need to do all the stuff you wrote down in your vision journal or whatever things you wanted to accomplish. And sometimes it is hard, whether even if a kid is going to be out there and, you know, talking to everybody, there are certain goals or certain visions or certain wishes that they have that they're like, I can never do this. Right. I took away watching this. I'm like, this is a good example of like, Hey, sometimes you got to put your fear aside and not just to throw caution to the wind, but try and do things that, you know, get out of your comfort zone. And it's really hard to explain that to a kid, but I think your show is such a great way to kind of prove that. So what do you hope, kids and families will take away from watching uh, Haley's on it. Yeah, I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think the kind of the idea of anyone can make a difference and anyone is kind of capable of doing great things. You know, we, we purposely created a character that sort of embodies everyone's, you know, natural hesitations and second guessings and all that kind of stuff. Um, and, and we're able to use a nice device of, of, hey, not only will it be okay, but you will you will excel once you kind of get the confidence and believe in yourself a little bit more. Um, but that being said, it's just a, it's just a, you know, a, a thing in the future still, she still has to do everything on her own. She still, even with that knowledge, she has to step out of her comfort level and has to do all the things that she's always wanted to do. She, you know, nothing on that list isn't something she put on that because she wanted to do it um, yeah. at some point in her life. Um, but it still doesn't make it any easier to actually follow through on. Nice. What about you, Nick? Uh, yeah, same thing. I think just that, yeah. you know, anyone, kids can accomplish great things if they put their mind to it. Love it. And uh, before the Father Quick Five, I got to say the voice actors and obviously people from like Disney fame as well that are in the show is fantastic. I always love the work that voice actors do. I think um, they do such a great job to make sure that the series and the show is a hit. So spot on with, uh, you know, the, the, all the different actors you guys have for that. Nick, we'll go with you first. And then Devin, you can, you know, finish each answer. Ready? Favorite family movie. Do you guys have one? Uh, I will say Wally. Uh, <laughs> boys, boys are really hooked into Wally. Um, and uh, so, yeah. Cool. Uh, I'll say Paddington, both of them. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> awesome favorite genre of music or is there a band you are like excited to share with your kids oh yeah i play my entire playlist but um uh well i'll say and he was a guest uh voice on our show uh weird al um I'm excited. <laughs> they get it they, they like it even though if they don't get what he's parodying yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's it's 100% weird Al over here as well. Um, nice. He's 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 someone I played early when my when my 
first son was born and, and they they both still are really into it. Particularly, that guy is so talented. Love yeah, him. Um, describe the perfect family vacation. Where would it be? Hawaii, because we have had great vacations there. Um, so yeah, I'll say Hawaii. All right. Uh, I've always wanted to go to Tahiti, so I'll say that. Nice. One of the places I haven't been. Very cool. Favorite animated series or character when you were a kid was? Series would probably be, I, I remember the original DuckTales. I would always come home. I wanted to be home at three o'clock uh, <laughs> for uh, the uh, DuckTales. Yeah, and I love you said you gotta be home by. Sorry, I love the fact you said you gotta be home by three because there's no DVR, there's no like streaming. It's like it's on at this time. You gotta watch it. My kids <laughs> will never understand that. But yes. <laughs> what about you, Devin? Uh, yeah, Ducktales was 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 my one too. Another one of the shows that we sort of bonded over, both having a, 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 awesome. a love for. Nice work on that. Yeah, that's why you guys you know make shows together and work together because you guys are always on the same page. Love it. Um, Top three words you hope your kids would use to describe you as a dad. What would you want those three words to be? Oh, um, hopefully funny, <laughs> um, loving, and compassionate. Nice. I'll say nice, supportive, and uh, funny. <laughs> nice. Great three words on uh, both accounts, gentlemen. Thank you again for the time. I wish you and your families uh, continued success. People, make sure you check out Haley's on on Disney Channel, of course, Disney+. Plus. I think people are going to love the show. Again, a lot of heart to it, a lot of good values in there, and just a lot of good themes. So thank you for the time, and I look forward to seeing what you guys do in this series and beyond. Thanks so much, Art. Thanks, Art. Thanks for checking out this week's edition of the Art of Fatherhood podcast. Please rate, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And also go to artoffatherhood.net. You can have a chance to check out some great articles like the weekly Dad's Doing It Right column, the Collector of the Week, and many more. Plus, you have a chance to win some very cool prizes like video games, collectibles, all that good stuff. Go to artoffatherhood.net and please make sure you rate, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to podcasts because I'll greatly appreciate it to get the word out on the Art of Fatherhood podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Art of Fatherhood podcast. Leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts and go to artoffatherhood.net.